Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, the podcast for all things Mecha. Jump ship incoming. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, episode number 67. I am your host this month, Chopper, and I'm joined with the ever Brian and the ever Rob. Effervescent. Effervescent. The effervescing Brian and Rob. Um, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Post Merry Christmas. It's 2024. Uh, The distant future of 2024. Mm, So... I mean, we all should have mechs by now, right? I do. Oh, I do. You do? I got a whole box of them down in the basement. I have a, I have a mech. It moves very slow, which is very uh, frustrating when I want to do combat. We're all mechs. We're all just brains in our mech suits. Yes, uh, but I brought back the old have to have to pilot your mechs in uh, no shirt and shorts. Look, classic. Yeah, it gets hot in those mechs. It gets hot in mechs. And unless you're a clan guy, you can wear a full three-piece suit if you're a clan guy. Well, because it's got cooling in it. Yeah, because it's got 19 million triple heat-absorbing sinks. Lots of sinks. Even the kitchen one. He's still uh, holding grudge. I am. I'm never going to let it go. Like a rabbit pit bull. Even if they, even if it's fixed and canon and everything else, and everyone's got them, I'm still gonna hold on to that. Speaking about dying on my tombstone, I'll be double sense of bullshit. In the show for kids. Well, they need to know my anger. So. And anyways. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess now that I've uh, vented and uh, committed <laughs> you, crimes, you dropped for, heat for the <laughs> beginning of beginning of the year. Let's uh, move on to the dropship. Dropship landing. Turn the new year off strong. Strong. Welcome to the dropship. Here we are. What we've we been working on. I'm sure this is going to be a very short segment as it's been holiday related, and I'm sure people that have not been at home or have had guests at their house uh, and have lim- been limited by family obligations. So let's start with Rob since he obviously. Uh, hates Christmas. We, you know, we have a sponsor you're supposed to read. <laughs> oh, well, I was going to get to that then, but we'll read the sponsor now. We've, so we the, always read it first. I don't know oh, what I was, else I was, It's a new year. I was trying to change it up. God. Here we go. The dropship is brought to you by John Bear Ross. He is no longer doing his patron, but we want you to support him still. All his past projects are still available on my mini factory. Just search for John Bear Ross, and the link will be in our show notes. We thank JBR for being a loyal sponsor and a friend of the show. There you go. A loyal being. So we have no preview of what's uh, next month. Yeah, it's sad. Because he's no longer doing his Patreon. He's uh, working on his books instead. So I guess that's good because his books are very good. So Yes. So that's not to say, I also will say he also, that he might revisit again later on on the line. But uh, uh, fingers crossed. Because some of his mechs were really awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so let's hop back on track again. Uh, since Rob doesn't believe in Christmas, let's go to Rob. <laughs> I uh, I did do something. I printed up uh, from Extra Guy's Patreon. He did some more Cyclones from Mospita or Robotech or... Yeah, I guess that's it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he did uh, another version. This time it was... Uh, he always does the three versions, the bike, the guy, and the suit. So it's a different one from last time. I think this is, uh, what's his name? God, I don't remember any other names yeah. anymore. Which one? Bernard? No, it's the other one, the uh, guy with the red hair. Oh, uh, he was the, he's got the yellow name? cyclone, right? It's kind of beige-ish, yes. Yeah. Anyways, I think that's this version. Anyways, it was fun. I printed them up at uh, small scale, so it's it's twenty eight millimeter scale, so or thirty, whatever it is. So they fit on BattleTech bases. So they go with my other one I printed up before. So I'm starting a collection. Just one more set of cyclones and hopefully well somebody else does the Veritex, so 
I'll, I maybe have to mm. paint those at the right scale and have a whole set. That'd be kind of fun. Maybe I'll eventually paint them. <laughs> Probably not. But uh, yeah, so that's what I, I've done so far. That's all I've done. Other than that, I haven't even printed that much. It's been uh, pretty quiet. So I'm sure uh, this could be a very short uh, short uh, segment since you guys never do anything. I, so. Well, I mean, it's not that we don't ever do anything. I've been doing stuff, but like I said, uh, why don't you uh, regale us with a two-minute tale there, Brian? All right. Well, oh, man, two minutes. Uh, <laughs> you got to fill Well, didn't, didn't, uh, didn't build a whole lot uh, this last month, as you can imagine. Didn't even didn't do as much painting. Have um, Kings of War tournament coming up in, in January, so mostly fantasy scenery uh, on the table. Um, but uh, I did pick up uh, some of those wire uh, um, joiners uh, from an RC. <laughs> so, so like one of our new hobby shops in the area that's supporting Mantic stuff is also like a big RC car uh, shop. And so my the wiring for my fan and my 3D printer has been, uh, if it gets too far over, to the right, I can hear it die, which means the <laughs> wires are loose. Your three um, D printer is taking taking a beating. Yeah, it it it's been through some stuff. Uh, so I I've got some of those little wire uh, like the little plastic tubes. You put them both in. Uh, last time I was following the advice of somebody on YouTube who just used a flame to try and, and close them. Mm -hmm. uh, but this time <laughs> I'm going to use a gun. Yeah. You can control <laughs> the fire, I, I the last, heat a bit better. Yeah. Yeah. The last time it, it just kind of burned the uh, uh, the tubing a little bit and it didn't, didn't get a good seal on it. Uh, and so I'm going to use a heat gun this time, hopefully get that problem taken care of. And then um, might... Uh, I'm finding people that want uh, stuff 3D printed and mass with a lot of like dead zone scenery and stuff like that um, for different tables and tournament projects and whatnot. So uh, Rick had given me a, a surplus printer that his old surplus printer uh, now that he's got some bigger ones. And so I need to see about getting that one back up and running. And, and then I, think, I also. Uh, you got to start charging these people. That's what you got to do, Brian. Yeah. I'm thinking about that. And then I also happened upon someone who was like, hey, you, you do 3D printing, right? I have a whole bunch of filament that I need to get rid of. Yeah. I'm like, cool, I'll, I'll take it off your hands. And it's all 2.85 Yeah, it's wrong millimeter. Size. Yeah. So, but it's like, it's like a, a huge garbage bag full of spools. So you're like, I got to find a printer that can print this? <laughs> yeah, now I got to find a printer that can, that can use it because... You probably I could just a get a, a new hot end for the current printer you have that would just get the uh, right it, size. It would be it would be kind of a full swap out because it'd be a new hot end and new tubing. Oh and yeah, stuff new, like and that, yeah, but... the uh, feeder too would be the wrong size. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's 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 one of those like I've never actually seen a, a 3D printer for that size. Like I've always seen the the filament, but I've never seen the printer. I, my quick cursory look uh, shows a bunch of them that are over a grand. Yeah, is that uh, more industrial ones or that size maybe? Yeah, I, I think so. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I I started a new job, but I don't have that kind of no. <laughs> surplus cash. Maybe just uh, keep checking on uh, eBay or something or Kijiji yeah, or like, whatever. Yeah, like I said, think. maybe it's maybe it's something I'll I'll get around to. Maybe I'll get uh, Rick's old printer configured for that. Uh, and kind of go from there. So, uh, build but, it yeah, from so, scratch. So I think that's what you gotta yeah. do. Build it from scratch. Yeah. I'll three D print the printer that mm -hmm. can use that step because <laughs> that's, that's the crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of what's been on the docket is getting my printers now plural. I wonder uh, if you could. Uh, I know there's a way to recycle uh, uh, filament, so I wonder if you could just recycle it into the right size. Melt it down and then re re uh, spool it. it well, you have to get extruder and the extruder. I think yeah. was the expensive part. Was it? So it'd probably yeah. just be as, just expensive as because you can a... get just like a grinder. You can like a hand crank grinder because I looked into it uh, mm. a long when I first got the Enders back in the day. Uh, like the, reusing all the all the supports. The yeah, <laughs> yeah, crush, crushing up the little pellets and melting it 
into it isn't super expensive. If you can get a hand grinder that crunches up in the little pellets, it's mm. extruding it into a filament. That the extruder part is, I think, was the most expensive part mm. at the time. And expensive enough that I didn't want to buy one. Yeah, yeah. Fair. It was cheaper so. just to go to Amazon and buy a, a spool of whatever's on sale. It wasn't worth the recycling cost, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what I got <laughs> on, the, on the hobby kind of side. It's good. I think it was two minutes. That was good. Yeah. So for me, I absolutely did nothing because I've had uh, – I did. I'll take it back. I did finish a little bit more airbrush painting, and then I got an email or a phone call from my mom saying, "I'll be coming over for Christmas in two days. Here's my, here's here's my itinerary." I went, "Oh, well, great! It's a good thing you could pick the day that I just happened to be off, so I could pick you up at the airport." <laughs> uh, so my mom has been here, and she's been in my office, and we've been doing visiting cousins and families when I'm not working. So I haven't had a chance to do a thing, honestly. Uh, and Rob can attest to this because we usually at least play some games in the evenings. Uh, it's been almost two weeks now since we actually sat and played a game, right? I just assumed you were dead. Yeah. So I got a big rash. So <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> uh, did I, get, I mean, there's some things that are related to the dropship, but that's going to come more... In the mech hanger than anything else, yeah. In the mech sure. hanger than anything else, so, um, yeah, literally nothing. <laughs> well, there you go. Like this I, is the season, I guys. I think I went down to the basement just to wash clothes since my mom's been here. Nice. So, it's been warm too. Just the season, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, there's not even any snow out. Yeah, a lot of rain. If, a lot the, of rain. if the weather was colder, it'd be a lot of snow. Yeah, it's been a lot of rain. Well, All now, right. now well, that we're talking about the weather, I think it's uh, the end of the yeah, segment. Yeah, it's time, time to end, end the dropship because we're now talking, we're, we're having uh, old men this conversations. Is, this is this <laughs> is where Pat's like, man, if only the earth had we're, have, we're having We're having 50-year-old-plus 50 conversations. Oh, a lot, there's a lot of rain on, don't you think? You know, my knees have really <laughs> got the standardness now. <laughs> All right, so well, let's uh, get out of this. And moved on to the Comstar. Sounds good. Message from Comstar. All right, here we are at the Comstar. Let's talk about some of the things we watched, uh, or didn't watch, or read, or didn't read, or played video games, or didn't play video games. So we'll start with uh, Rob. Uh, we do have uh, things otherwise, news-wise at least. News. There's there's a couple of news things that probably fill up this section. Yeah. Macross 2 on Kickstarter. Brian, you probably know more about this than I do, but you, you want to talk yeah. about it? Yeah. So uh, the Macross 2, uh, for those that aren't aware, was the original sequel to, to Macross. It's often subtitled as uh, Lovers Again. Uh, it's, a, it's a crazy show from 1992 and uh, kind of fell into that uh, camp of, it wasn't widely popular when it came out. Um, it did a lot of things plot-wise that didn't jive with people, but it was a very visually uh, you know impressive show. Uh, I believe uh, Haruhi Mikimoto, I think I'm pronouncing that right, uh, did a lot of the art. It, for those that aren't familiar, um, you know, same same guy that did the art for, uh, you know, Macross. Do you remember Love? So, uh, and it was so widely panned that uh, the the original showrunner came back and did Macross Plus as a kind of response to that of like, this is how you make a Macross. Um, <laughs> and Macross Plus is amazing. Uh, so, you know, take that for what it's worth. But, you know, long story short, uh, there's a Kickstarter project going on to get a Blu-ray print of, of Macross uh, 2 uh, out to the people. And uh, I believe we, I think they've already hit their, um, their original goal. Yeah, it was only. Uh, it looked like the original goal was uh, seventy-five thousand. They've already up to two ten now. So, yeah. 
And there's so, still 18 to go, days to go at the time of recording, so it'll be like 15 days to go, something like that. Yeah, and and you know this this also still kind of falls into the uh, the whole thing where this is a a franchise that's notoriously difficult to get stateside, um, or you know there's a lot of you know fan subbing and, and stuff like that, and uh, you know it's. It's still Macross. It's still really neat, um, you know, transforming mechs. There's still a lot of, like, music tied into what's going on. And so it's definitely worth checking out if you are a fan of Macross and or Robotech. Uh, you won't you won't see as much Robotech no. stuff. There's not Robotechnology in the Macross universe. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, it's still, it's still worth uh, checking out. Uh, give it a look-see. Uh, I do remember watching it with uh, some some very good friends uh, back in the day, and uh, we, you know we had a we had a good time with it. And Is it in continuity, or did they erase the continuity when Plus came out? So, if I recall correctly, I believe the timeline got erased, mm. which is saying something for a series that otherwise has had one contiguous yeah, yeah. Uh, timeline. Uh, since since the 80s. Uh, so, yeah, it's supposed to take place 80, 80 years after the events of the first Space War. And, um, yeah, it's it's worth checking out, I think. And and if nothing else, it's really cool to to have more Macross, uh, you know, access to it because it, it seems like it's still a, a problem. <laughs> Well, yeah, this is, I see that it's available anywhere in the world except for Japan and China. So obviously they don't have the rights to selling in Japan because. Oh, I would, I would guess not. The original owners probably own, have that. So interesting. I think the the dub that I listened to, I think it was a Hong Kong dub. Yeah. A Hong Kong English dub. Back, back when Hong Kong was part of England, not part of China. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Uh, yeah. So I, I. I wonder if Harmony Gold's going to sue these people. <laughs> uh, I think they did mention something like in the in the notes about like you know this is what we have the rights to and you know this is what we don't. So yeah, uh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, cool. Uh, the other thing is uh, Peter Cullen got a lifetime achievement award from uh, the Emmys, which is cool. You can watch yeah. the video on YouTube. We'll have the link in the show notes. Uh, 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 Megatron. It was a really nice speech. Yeah, Megatron uh, Welker there. He uh, he introduced yeah. him and brought him in, and then yeah, it was a great speech by talking about his brother who inspired him. And actually, yeah. is what he uses. I think he said his brother's voice is what he. Yeah, yeah, based that's Optimus Prime on. Yep. yep, and his whole attitude was based on his brother, who was a uh, military like hero in World War Two. So. Yeah, yeah, it was a really good speech. Everybody should watch it. Really good that he got recognition because, yeah, it's a lot of people's childhoods right there. And uh, as much as uh, Bay tried to ruin it, ruin his uh, legacy mm-hmm. by making him say some pretty horrible things in the Bay movies. We uh, have to kill them all. I'm going to rip his face off and things like that. Yeah. Mm. Terrible. We but, have your face. Yeah, terrible. But uh, let us forget that. Just... Remember the good old days when... When Hot Rod got him killed, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Hot Rod and his uh... and everyone dared to be stupid. Yes, he uh, he was dead at that point, so it doesn't count. Uh, the other big news is uh, this is interesting: is Catalog- Catalyst Games has a role playing game set, uh, thing now that they're doing. People who make BattleTech, obviously, and their first role playing game they announced is Voltron. And it's uh the Voltron looks like it's the, the original Voltron plus or the uh the is it Netflix yeah Netflix Voltron, so it, it's kind of interesting they have rights to all that different ones so hopefully oh, nice. so it'll hope... have it'll have the princess I kind of like the new version a little bit better yeah well wow, obviously the new version is actually a good story unlike the old version <laughs> <laughs> uh hopefully a vehicle Voltron but I, I doubt it because that's totally different but uh anyways it would be awesome though you it never would know. Be. You can, and I'm sure you could use the rules to play Vehicle Voltron too. Yeah, but, I mean Vehicle Voltron would probably even be better just because it was it's mainly an expeditionary. Yeah, thing. it's a lot more exploring and actual 
you get into trouble, whereas the other one kind of trouble comes to them. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you just yeah. sit around until something comes to invade. Yeah. Oh God. Pretty much. Uh, but still it's, it's, uh, interesting that Catalyst got that, uh, the rights to that. So maybe it's a sign for future things too. Did it say in the Kickstarter or whatever? It's not whatever Kickstarter. Their, I'm sorry, their announcement. Did they say who's going to be writing it? Nope. That was all the announcement was. Was. I was curious. I wonder if it's going to be any of the guys like who do. Oh, I'm sure it'll be the Shatter Run or yeah. what's the other one they do? MechWarrior. Do do they MechWarrior? Destiny. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be those guys. It'll be in house. They don't usually. I don't think they ever use outside house for that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Uh, I like the Shatter Run guy. Uh, oh yeah, like. They they have a long history of doing role playing games, so it's it's not uh, like they have an mm-hmm. issue with that. So I'm sure it's good. Uh, it's funny that they're uh, that's how big Catalyst is now. They've expanded. They have a board game section, board game division now, and now they have a role playing game division. So ah, it's gotcha. it's gotten quite large. So good for uh, them. Yeah, it's good that they're not buying Lamborghinis and stuff. Instead, they look like they're putting it back into the company, which is a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of companies don't do that. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, they are buying giant Urbies to blow up, though. So there is that. Speaking of Urban Mechs, Ted Talks Battletech did a special Christmas edition of Urban yep. Mech. This and... is my only one Comstar. Well, you can talk about it. But <laughs> uh, well, I'm not, not, I'm not going to be able to talk about it because I was two minutes into it before my mom asked me to go do something. <laughs> and I haven't been back to go watch it since. Uh, he did so ver- ver- check out that spoiler-free review from, <laughs> yeah. from Pat. <laughs> Yeah, he did a review of the Urban Mech before. This is kind of like a director's cut because it's all animated pretty much. They Like, he has a lot of people oh, wow. working with him for art now that he never had before. And it's a lot of animation in this one. Like, it's really cool. Like, I saw a really cool. picture, speaking of Urban Mechs, I saw a picture somewhere. on might have been on Facebook. and I, It might have been a Photoshop thing, but it was like an Urban urban Mech Lance. It was just like four Urban Mechs in a box. Is that even a real thing? Oh, they for Catalyst was, sells sells uh, an Urban Mech box. It's thirty, I think. Urban Mechs. No, oh, all right. So then maybe it might have been a real thing. I yeah, yeah it, it is. They definitely sell that. Yeah, they do Urban Mech uh, salvage boxes, I think, and a giant one that has tons. It, Urban Mech is kind of the uh, mascot now of Catalyst's BattleTech. So, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. as much as a lot of uh, Grognards hate it, it's been embraced by the uh, community. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he. Uh, Text he does like a fake history of like it's he pretends he's in doing history in the universe, so he talks oh, about fun. the history of the urban mech and uh, and yeah he he doesn't trash it at all he he tells it as it is because it's a nice cheap little pacification mech which works it is <laughs> uh, to what I've actually done uh, I've I'm still reading all the BattleTech books I'm still in the Dark Age but I'm moving to the Ill Clan era. I'm right on the edge right now, and it's so funny that all the Clicky Tech factions, because in Clicky Tech uh, there was they didn't just have the regular factions; they had like all these weird sub factions, like Steel oh, Steel Wolves and yeah, and, like a lot steel of weird wolf. things. Yes, steel, and, they had Steel Panther, the band. It's true. Before <laughs> the band was even around, it's they the band <laughs> took their name off after the uh, game, but uh, they're Clicky Tech players. Yeah, they have all these factions, but in these books they're just tearing these factions like to nothing, like because they're like screw this we're getting rid of all these factions so it's so funny unceremoniously they're just taking them out this either like absorbing back into the what they yeah. originally came from or just With disintegrating kids. them or killing their leaders or it's it's just so funny that they're just demand dismantling the whole dark age it's you're, at this point uh whiskey jersey will be erased yeah catalysts have taken over at this point and it is the uh the erasure of the uh the clicky tech era the dark ages in more ways than one so that's always funny i uh, I have this one author though. She, it's uh, she always like just does like a murder mystery kind of thing, and it's like I swear to God these aren't made for BattleTech. We had this talk about this last month, I think, or the month before, but uh, yeah. So I'm on another one of hers where it's just like she she likes serial killers a lot. So there's a lot of serial just killing imagine in like BattleTech. A, an Irby mech wearing a fedora. Well, there's there's hardly any mechs in these stories. Standing underneath a spotlight. Yeah. It's a, a film noir Irby mech. He's in mm-hmm. kind of grays. That would be cool. He's in this is sepia. not that cool. This is more just people trying to investigate other in people. In all the dropships in all the worlds, you had to walk into mine. Yeah. Of all the lances. See? Of all the dropships. You've written a better book already. Uh, <laughs> and the other thing I've done since I've had some time off with the holidays, I've watched every one of the MonsterVerse movies because I've been watching Monarch. I'm caught up on Monarch. 
So is Monarch done yet? I don't think so. No. Oh, uh, I decided I'm gonna wait till Monarch to finish so I can. I like to watch stuff when so they're all binge it. Uh, so yeah, so I watched them all in order, and then in world chronological order. So starting with I think Kong was the first one, uh, all the way through, and it's it's funny how Monarch kind of fits in between. Was the Kong movies. the first one? I thought Godzilla was the first one. No. Well, Kong would took place the, in as far then, as the movies came out. Yeah, uh, Godzilla was the first one, but Kong Skull Island takes yeah. place in the fifties. Oh, or uh, oh, I'm sorry, you said chronologically. I wasn't. I yeah. was thinking yeah. chronologically the, when the movies came out. No, no. Not yeah. in universe chronological. That's so, got to be weird to watch that first Godzilla again after after all the newer stuff. No, it's actually not too bad. I did watch it. It's not horrible. It's not. No? It's, not, it's uh, I mean, the, the Muta is kind of stupid, but uh. Mutans, yeah. But they it, even that. It's a. Uh, it fits like it just it it fits in. Mm-hmm. It's early enough too that it's I think it, that's like the second movie anyways because it's uh, I think yeah. so. It would it would be the second one yeah. Yeah so it's Skull Island well actually there's a cartoon too so it's Skull Island there's a Skull Island cartoon. Because what what year is Skull Island supposed to be in the sixties? No fifties I think. Even that late because I thought it was like the Vietnam vets. Guys. They're they're leaving um, Vietnam. Oh no it's Vietnam you're right seventies then yeah, yeah. late sixties seventies yeah. that's right I forgot yeah about they that. were evacuating Saigon, yeah so it'd been seventy six <laughs> or whatever that that's right I forgot uh, I'm thinking of Monarch at the beginning of Monarch is ah. like the flashbacks oh, yeah, that's, in the fifties like, World yeah. War Two ish yeah after World War Two in between yeah but anyways it's funny how Monarch fits into like this brand new show fits in right into the chronological of all these movies it's like oh. Okay, that's especially after watching after watching that show. It's like, oh, that's who this person is. Oh, that's who this person. That's where this fits in. And then uh, I finished. I just finished uh, Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus Kong. I think it goes that way. And uh, yeah. even though be, with Monarch and that is like that's like a public thing. And the latest episode of Monarch spoilers is that they became public. And I'm like, oh, this fits in right before this happened. So it's <laughs> it all works. Ah. But that. Uh, uh, what was it? King of the Monsters. That movie is post-apocalyptic. King of the Monsters. Man, they destroy cities. That movie. I was like, I forgot how many <laughs> cities got destroyed. I that was that was a really good Godzilla. It was movie. the best one of them all, uh, of for sure. I think it was the best one. Ghidorah is such a crazy visual and great mm-hmm. monster. And uh, mm-hmm. as much as I like Mecha Godzilla, it that uh, does King was, of the Monsters come after Kong versus Godzilla? No, Kong uh, versus Godzilla right? is the newest one. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Okay. The way you were talking, it sounded like you were you watched them that way. Got, King of the Monsters came before Congress got told. Yeah, well, I mean, but the way you were talking, it sounded like you were saying that Kong yeah. came before. The newest the one is Kong versus Godzilla, or Godzilla versus yeah. Kong. And then there's a new one next year. I think is another a sequel to that. But the new well, the newest one, ones with Mecha Godzilla. What's the, the X one? Is that a different? version of Godzilla. Oh, no, that's storyline. minus one. That's, that's yeah. a, oh, the Godzilla Japanese. minus one? That's, that's Japanese. A, that's totally different. Yeah, one. that's Japanese Godzilla. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, there's Is a new Kong. Anno? Huh? No, that's not the... That's not continuing the Anno. No, Godzilla it's brand new. Stuff. It's Toho's reboot of the yeah, whole thing. that's right. That's right. Uh, I heard it's really supposedly good. Supposedly it's really awesome, but it's not available yet uh, streaming. So when that becomes streaming, I will watch it. But... Watching all these movies back to back, it was it was pretty good. But there was the problem with uh, Godzilla versus Kong is there's a little too much of uh, the Kenny little kids running around. Yeah, the Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, like in uh, King of the Monsters, it was she was in it, but she wasn't that bad. But this one has her and the little deaf girl, so it was like doubled yeah. up on it, and it was just, it was a little too much. But uh, yeah. Uh, and they were trying to be as equally important to the plot. Yeah, well, yeah it was two totally separate, too. I love well, how they don't even meet of, until the end. There's a lot end. of characters. And at yeah. the end, they don't even meet. They just happen to stand next to each other. <laughs> they don't even actually say, <laughs> hey, what happened here? <laughs> so it was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I liked them all. They were good. And I, I I, forgot how good Godzilla was because when it first came out, I remember it being slow and it was like Brian Cranston gets killed like right at the beginning. Like it's It's kind of spoilers for a 20 year old movie <laughs> uh, but uh yeah it was kind of like disappointing because at the time that was like when he was at its height so everybody wanted brian cranston to be in it and it it was more about uh-huh. uh scarlet uh, scarlet witch and uh quicksilver than than uh <laughs> than uh, walter white so <laughs> uh <laughs> but um yeah it was still it was a lot better than i remember it and i was like oh yeah this is actually a good movie and i forgot about that also godzilla doesn't really show up for a long time I always remember that that uh, that uh, not para 
the 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 halo jump scene yeah that's that's near the end that, yeah, i was cool. always like oh that, that yeah through the clouds was yeah it was, yeah it was cool. yeah yeah there's yeah. some really like really good scenes like like i say with the king of the monsters some really ones and there's like a mexico scene where uh uh what's his name uh what's the bird was it rodan rodan rodan, rodan comes over the thing and then then uh uh godira what's his name jeez <laughs> i just said it godira uh, no, the other one. Uh, the three-headed one? Monster the, Zero. Ghidorah? Ghidorah, yeah, that's it. When he uh, shows up and is standing on it, like standing over it, it's like, oh, that's pretty post-apocalyptic, post, like, uh, very biblical. With mm-hmm. the He brings storms with him, which is fun. And they destroy many cities, including Boston and, well, in the <laughs> other movie, uh, uh, San Francisco's destroyed and, and Boston gets destroyed. And then uh, in the latest movie, Hong Kong gets wiped out. So I'd like to see a map of what's left in the. <laughs> exactly. There's world. always that, right? Because <laughs> a think lot the, of places. The, get... the place to be is the living Kansas because yeah. there's no destruction. Yeah, they don't Kansas. tend to go there yet. Let's just move to Kansas. The Arctic in uh, Monarch and the Antarctic in uh, in these movies, they, they get destroyed a bit. But uh, fun, though. It's the fun, fun world and it's. It's surprisingly underrated as a universe, I think. So, I, I suggest and, anybody who hasn't watched it. And I, and I like Mechagodzilla. He's he's alright. Yeah, he's pretty good. It was. I think the only thing with him, he got like the the relationship got shortchanged with the son of um, uh, Watanabe's characters. Oh, the scientist, the the yeah, climate, the scientist, climate change scientist guy. Yeah, like just I, I think from what I heard, it was more like scenes cut kind of thing, mm-hmm. edited out just because of time, because that was a long movie anyway. Um, w- wish I, there was a bit more with that with Mechagodzilla, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. It's it's a big spectacle. It was. That's that's a good thing about these movies, they're spectacles. But uh, I think they're all available on Max, if not all of them, they're most of them. So the Monarch is on. Is on Apple Plus. Uh, Apple Plus, yeah, and then uh, yeah. Netflix has a few of them because I think it has uh, the Skull Island ones, the cartoon and the the um, original Skull Island. Uh, the cartoon was interesting. It was uh, it takes place like on on an island next to Skull Island, which is interesting. Like there's a bunch of these islands that are just have these monsters on them, but uh, mm-hmm. it was a fun little story about uh, you know Kong. So. Yep. It's uh yeah for a cartoon it's pretty fun I'd watch it it's it's uh one season and it kind of ends on a cliffhanger it could be another season so maybe uh that's what I've watched Who, uh, right. Brian Brian what have you done you got anything uh you know I I really don't have much to to contribute on there, this one either there ain't, there ain't no uh, shame to that uh, there's no shame I think that's why I talked for so long like, I knew they would be pretty short on you guys <laughs> it'd be like uh other other newsworthy things uh is that uh in in witch of mercury has kind of officially been recognized that the characters got married yeah uh, <laughs> which i thought was obvious like that you watch that show and it's like okay obviously it, they it got was married it was pretty it was pretty blatantly <laughs> obvious except for like the uh the uh streaming versions of the episode they digitally edited out their oh wedding really range. i didn't know that uh and that it is back in place on the blu-ray <laughs> Because I, I know in Japan, I think it's it's still not legal for same-sex marriages. Or I I I forget. There's uh, some Japan's like full, yeah. full stance on it. Um, but it, it it was that thing where Bandai kind of took a really wishy-washy. Mm. Oh, you know, no, they're they're just really good. It's, they were roommates. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Real thing, good but, roommates. Uh, <laughs> uh, they they didn't want to commit to it, but the the creators, like the the people really behind the show. Uh, I think pushed hard, and the community was really yeah. receptive to it. I mean, that's Bandai pretty much the whole story. Huge, huge uh, year for them as far as sales go, and, yeah, and new, new people coming to the the yeah, genre. Yeah, I'm sure it brought a lot in a lot of uh, women in because that that oh, was yeah. it was definitely not a boy show like usual. Like, yeah. And then uh, on the flip side, we did get that new trailer for uh, Gundam, Gundam Requiem of Vengeance, mm-hmm. uh, which which starts off really fascinating because it looks like, uh, you know, it, it's hard to tell. It almost looks real, but then it's like, oh, yeah, this is this is an unreal. <laughs> um, 
and uh yeah i thought it was I, a fan I, film when i first saw it like it looks le- like that kind of level where it's like it's pretty good but it, it's not it's, you know it's yeah <laughs> it, it does fit into that weird category uh, not to say that it doesn't look impressive no like, it looks impressive visually but, very yeah. impressive but it's not um, like a marvel movie or something you're like you know like, no no it's not like a blockbuster. Um, yeah jury is still out for me on on you know uh my feelings towards it i think yeah, if as long as the story's just, good, I'm sure it'll be fine. But that's the thing. It, it I think it, it, it's, and I won't lie, this might fall into more of a, a politically uh, spaced area of you know. It, it seems like it's coming from the perspective of Zeon. Yeah, dude, for uh, sure. And what it's like to be on the opposite side of fighting a Gundam. What it's, what uh, it's right. What it's, uh, what it's like to be on the side of right. I get it. Yeah, I'm sure yep. it's going to be. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be morally gray, or it's going to be the people will be like, "Oh, it's bad on both sides," kind of thing, you know. I'm sure yeah. that's how it'll end up. But it does look at, at least by the trailer, it's like holy, yeah, like a, a Gundam looks like yeah. it's the devil because it's what is that thing? And it's just wiping mm-hmm. people out and killing their friends. It's like, oh yeah, it's from that side, it looks horrible. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're like, go yeah. Gundam. You're a murderer. <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll see how how that one ultimately shakes up. I, I think it's a due out next year. I forget uh, what the timeline is on it. Who knows? But I I think it's still vague. So I think it's just like 2024. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know how it goes, yeah. guys. We'll watch it when we can. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, sure. That's what you tune in for. All right. I guess that's me is equally brief. Uh, I don't even have an explanation about anything. Uh, pretty much talked about the two things I paid attention to, which was the urban mech tech talk, which I didn't get to finish or really start. Let's just be honest. <laughs> And I did watch the Gundam trailer like 15 times. <laughs> uh, I cried during Pin Colors uh, award speech. Mm. Teared. Yeah, it was it was pretty touching. Okay. And looks nothing. Did I get anything? We'll get to that. Well, we'll, we'll be getting oh, to that. Yeah, this is a Mac, this is a McBray here. Yep. All right. So let's just wrap it up for commentary then because I'm just just me going like uh, uh, uh. Yeah. So all right, the mech bay hanger it is. Woo Now entering the mech bay hanger. All right, here we are at the mech bay hanger. We are today we are going to do just make this the X Men recap what kind of mech stuff we got things like that uh hobby stuff because it's that time of year we like to talk about some of the cool things we got except for rob who is doesn't believe in christmas and he steals stuff from babies now christmas is about uh hanging out with family and eating a lot and uh and getting stuff no that's it's not that's getting just you're such a consumer Oh, 100%. uh, That does never question my mind. Have you been to the show? (laughs) (laughs) To the horde? Yeah, so... uh, Let's switch it up this time. Brian, why don't you tell us how your Xmas was? Sure. Well, it was was a lot of fun. Uh, And and the the extra caveat being... Not caveat, I guess. The extra point, I guess, (laughs) is uh, we actually got to spend some time with my uh, family in Wisconsin... Um, which which typically doesn't happen since my wife works at a bakery and is it's the churn and burn around this gotta, time of year. Gotta make those cakes. Gotta yeah. make those cakes. And uh, you know, with the the holiday landing on a Sunday meant you know we just head out on Friday and you know I get back early Tuesday. Nice. <laughs> she went into work when we got back oh. uh, for a couple hours. But anyway. Um, you know, uh, it did have a, a fun time. I got uh, some some sci-fi goodies. Uh, I did get uh, a copy of the Armored Core Six, mm. uh, the Fires oh. of Rubicon. So nice. I'm I'm looking forward to diving into that. I guess I guess one thing in uh, uh, the Tom Star I probably could have mentioned. I'm still playing through uh, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, which is the the giant robot dinosaur game. Uh, trying to make a more of a dent into these the story the main thread uh since i've 
got this backlog of stuff that I kind of want to get to. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but uh, so yeah, Armored Core 6. And then I did pick up, I believe it was called Hardcore Mecha, um, which is on the Switch. And let me just make sure I've got it right. Yeah, Hardcore Mecha. Uh, this was like a, a 2D platformer one that uh, looked really cool. And, you know, the the sales were still going on, so I managed to catch it on sale. So that was fun. And then uh, I do finally have a copy of Stargrave, the, the book. Uh, so I can, I can play through that uh, Osprey system and, uh, you know, use all my, my Mantic Minis for another game on top of on top of the stuff. They have some, I've read through it, they don't have uh, explicitly giant robots, but they do have robots and some, like, warbots and stuff like that. So uh, I think my, my mechs will still still see, uh, see some battles. I know my good buddy from Canada, Jeff Burbage, uh, is constantly telling me to play Stargrave. Uh, so I'll I'll probably see about getting a little bit of, of playing in on that at some point, and uh, and then also um, it's Christmas adjacent uh, is that uh, the the Kickstarter rewards from Corvus Game Strain latest Kickstarter uh, were released like the other day, so nice. I was downloading all those files and uh, and checking those out. So. But uh, yeah, that's that's kind of what I I have uh, added in my collection. Rob, how about you? Uh, I don't believe in Christmas. No, I uh, I got some things. Uh, first thing uh, that... we uh, we'll be talking about it in the future. But Salvage Union, they actually sent us uh, PDFs mm. of their stuff, so we're gonna check that out. So we have that oh. to look through. Nice. So uh, yeah, we'll be doing a a, pr- a overview of Salvage Union coming in the new year. Um, I also got this shirt. I don't know if you can see it. It's my my nice. Atlas shirt. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other thing I got on, I think it was a Black Friday deal, was uh, the art book of uh-huh. Pacific Black, Pacific oh. Rib the Black. And it uh, goes through every episode. It's a classic art book. It has all the pictures, and uh, it goes through every episode and talks about the making of and stuff. But it's uh, a lot of beautiful cool. pictures. That's of, that's pretty thick oh yeah it's got it it's two seasons so yeah they show like production photos and yeah it's uh yeah it's nice i like it a lot uh and uh i'm reading through it really nice production like the uh cover is uh i don't know if you can tell but the glass here is, is uh is, is it raised shiny. yeah it's shiny so okay. oh yeah yeah so there you go cool. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be it'll be a nice background at very least to my uh, my Pacific Rim shelf. So, yeah, <laughs> I uh, got that. Other than that, I don't think I got anything else that is mech related. I got a neck massager, which I'm very excited about. So, <laughs> a mech massager. A mech massager. It, it does. It's got like an uncanny valley thing though. When you first turn it on, it's, it feels like someone's fingers. It's like a shiatsu one, so it's like. It feels like someone's actually massaging my neck. It's crazy. Does it transform into a... It transforms into... uh, A killer killer robot? Oh, maybe. It does feel at times it's going to snap my neck. But But that's it. What about you, Pat? We know you have a lot of stuff because you wanted to talk about it because you're a child. Well, I did. I got... Well, I mean, I got a lot of stuff as far as Mexican sci-fi stuff are concerned. So we'll start with the hobby stuff. So... I ended up getting a, three sets of the the monument paint sets that I've been missing. Mm-hmm. I got the metallics and set three and four. So the only thing I'm missing now are the washes. I don't know how I get the washes though because so I have their transparent transparent paint, and I have uh, the army painter speed paints that I could use as washes. Uh, just thin them up a little bit, mm-hmm. and they'd be great. So. Uh, so I'm excited to get some more paint down on some stuff. And now that I have a full set, almost a full set of monument paints, pro acryl paints if people are looking for sold by monument hobbies, pro acryl paints, uh, they're my new favorite paints right now. They are um, nice paints. I have mm-hmm. some of those that I've never used. Yeah. So I'm excited Rick, for Rick that. Yeah. And then I can put those on some models and some mechs, finish up some calf stuff too. That I got laying around and, uh, uh, 
I'll have to figure out what I'm gonna do now that I don't have a faction. The yeah. Iraq. Yeah. The rank. You have to wait till the new uh book comes out, see what you like. Yeah, I have to figure it out. They're I all might, different I might now, go, so I might go with the not the Templars. So you never know. Uh, the other, yeah, you're right. I'm probably to wait for the book. I'll just continue to paint what I got. <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks, John. Um, what else? So paints. Uh, I got a tabletop wire foam cutter. Oh. So it's the big one that lays on the table, and you can. It's got the vertical wire. What, so what the, kind of foam cut, are you cutting? The the single extrude pink foam or blue foam. What are you, what are you making out of this foam? Oh, so the best way we got with that is twofold: is uh, to cut bigger pieces uh, in a straight line instead of using the handheld and the edges being all for, for actual putting up insulation. <laughs> you mean? No, it's ho- this is this is the hobby thing. So ah. it's usually made for making bases and bigger pe- diorama pieces. So. Why I got it is to I want to continue to move forward and uh, make some diorama pieces with some of these models and that I'm doing. Are you going to build a giant uh, gaming table in your in your horde room? Well, that being said, I do have uh, there was a Kickstarter I backed uh, from a guy that I think was part of IKEA design team back in the day. <laughs> I can't remember how it started, but basically it came. It comes from like an Ikea type kind of person, a six by four table, Ikea version. So it was like flat packed. Uh, yeah. And it's nice. And it was fairly cheap. It was like three ninety nine for a six yeah. by four table. Those though, you look at those uh, gaming tables that we see at the convention stuff, they're like thousands of dollars. So, yeah. So I said, well, three ninety nine, not too bad. And then uh, there's some wood toppers you could buy. The wood toppers are very expensive, but I feel like I could make the wood toppers myself. So I just got the gaming table with the mat that fits in and the and the coasters that clip into the side so you cool. can put your drink down and everything. So is that gonna be in the uh, basement or is that gonna be upstairs? It's gonna be in the basement. Yeah, okay. Are you kidding? My wife so, wanted me to have that upstairs. So topper. You don't need the topper anyway, so no, I won't need it. I, I would if you had, if you had a, a topper, topper on it, all it would do is get filled with boxes of uh, games you've never opened. <laughs> well that being said, I have some new a new shelving that I've been putting together. <laughs> Uh, that are gonna, I'm gonna get rid of those cabinets and those shelves, and they'll go on. Yeah, these, the cabinets those from cubicles. Well, the cabinets are the doors shut. You have no idea what's on those shelves, so it's better to yeah. show them. <laughs> like I have so, uh, Kalex for all my omnibus, which you can see everything. Yeah, I have two two Kalexes, and then uh, occasionally we'll get a flooding accident. So yeah, it, I've it stopped right buying those. Yeah, it is. On the I've stopped buying those, and I've bought. Uh, these plastic cubicle things that I, I saw on Amazon, so uh, I don't want to. Th- I don't have to worry about propping them up like I've done with the Kalexes. Yeah, I put them on some bricks. Um, where was I at? Foam cutter. <laughs> so I got that. There's uh, so much you, you can't remember. He's got a list. Uh, and then I got a Battlestar Pegasus model kit. Uh, uh, about 13 inches long, I think it is. I don't know what scale that is, but you know, scale is relative compared because we don't know how, we don't really know how big the Battlestar Pegasus yeah, is. One eight thousandth scale, probably something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, that was pretty cool. Um, and then I got uh, my wife just bombarded me with a lot of hobby stuff. Uh, I got a new Boo-hoo. pin vice. Screwing at you. I got a new pin vice. Uh, it's a really nice one from Iron Painter. She got me a whole set of magnets. Like a, actually, I got it right here. I do like magnets. She got everything sticks to it, but she got all this. Yeah, I got. The, I got a similar a whole, set. Yeah, a whole pack of magnets. Don't bring it too close to the camera. Boom. Like I don't. I don't like. I don't know what I'm gonna do with this giant ass fifty cent piece magnet. Is that an actual <laughs> magnet or just a piece of metal? No, it's two. It's two of them. Wow. Yeah. You could. Uh, like it's in so many sizes. Maybe something to do with your uh, new Jean. Probably what I'll do is I'll fucking throw it at someone with a pacemaker and shut it off. Jeez, that seems <laughs> violent. Again, uh, kids show. <laughs> kids, uh, don't, kids don't eat magnets, kids. She got me a bunch of razor wire. Uh, to murder children again? Yeah, <laughs> so I could wrap it around the house. No, it's a hobby uh, scenic razor wire, so you could... Uh, oh, to, for diorams yes, once again? To, to, yeah. protect, to protect your scenery. Yeah, or to, those kids, or to have it wrapped up in a zaku who's 
yeah, avenging yeah. his friend's death. Walk through it. Kill yeah, that'd be kind of cool. From the from the kill the killer that is the Gundam. The evil Fetties. <laughs> um, what else did I get? Some new Oh, and she got so uh you know how I, I James Wapple is a fantastic painter and I watch him all the time. Uh, and he does amazing things, especially with oil paints. And so I watched some of those while my wife was there so she can explain to me what the hell he's doing. <laughs> yeah. If anyone doesn't know, my wife's a very talented scenic set painter mm -hmm. and scenic set designer. So she'll explain to me, oh, yeah, he's doing blah, 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 this and, to get that. And I go, that means that's going to be, you have to, you're going to have to dumb it down even yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's magic what he does, yeah. Yeah, it's like he just slops stuff all over something. Yeah. And then, like, 40 minutes later, you're like, oh, how did that just happen? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, you watch it, you're uh, like, oh. you slow it down, you're like, how did that, he just swiped there, and all of a sudden it looked perfect. What the hell happened? Yeah, so in the last year, he's been painting, doing everything with oil painting. Yeah. Oil paints. More than that, I think, he's he's been really doing yeah. the oils. So, and his oil paint stuff are phenomenal. Well, uh, the best story is he fell asleep during the live stream, and like swiped right across the whole model with this oil paint and he was able to still fix it because it's oil paint yeah. it doesn't ruin anything like no no I watched you because you see where I fell asleep I go no he goes yeah I just watched one there's a, a here where I have it like, he's like this you see his hand and it just goes whoop <laughs> and then disappears for a second and he comes back and then he just fixes it all up that's um, how because oil paints are very forgiving said, that. He had a yeah he had a lot of things going on in his life at that point and he was not getting very much sleep so no but um, but he was true to his fans and, and pumped out content still um, so I watched a lot of his videos with my wife and she thought it would be fun and she got me a whole set of oil paints so I could try and paint she's some models and oils teach you how to use them she is gonna actually teach me how to use them because yeah, oil paints scare. Yeah. Oil paints scare the f out of me. Well, they're not scary because you can't really screw them up. It's just it, it's hard to work with them. Like I know that's you, what I'm saying. It's, you, it's scary, they don't they set. You have to wait. Like that's the thing. Once you once you have it correct, you you have to wait for it to dry. And or you, and you're looking at the guy who is not patient at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so me neither. I can never use oils because it would. Like that's why I'm good at wet blending because I do wet blending naturally because I'm so in such a hurry that I just yeah. <laughs> it just happens. I do the same, but I'm gonna, I'm willing to give this a shot and try it out. And I mean, uh, some of the stuff he does and it makes blending and what my wife tells me is that it makes blending everything so much easier mm -hmm. than wet blending you, because there's no it, time limit. You just keep working. Yeah. You just keep working. If it does dry out, you add a little bit of uh, mineral. Or spirits. if you mess up, yeah. you just take a sponge and you wipe yeah. right off and start yeah, yeah. over again. Or you can just so, work it. You can always just work it around too. Move the move the paint. Yeah. So, so it just uh, it's uh, you have to think about it completely different than you do with water based paints. That's all. Yeah. So I'm excited to do some uh, oil painting on mechs. Yeah. Something the battle takes. Especially with I, uh, I remember uh, a friend. Uh, Alex was telling about uh, different ways of doing light sources on mechs and stuff, like intra different things that aren't normal. Like oh know. yeah, I, I did that on my uh, I did it on my Zhang, my Neo Zhang, and I've been doing it on uh, on my not... original Zhang, and I've been doing it on my Neo Zhang. Yeah, where you're not lighting it necessarily to the light source. Yeah, so uh, and shading it in different angles. It's it's very cool and it looks good. Uh, so I've been working with that and lately, but I'm looking to do some 28s. Some of my BattleTech things that I got because I got a ton because we did that Kickstarter. Yeah, and you gave me all the Inner Sphere stuff. So plus, so uh, we have 3D printers, so you have unlimited BattleTech miniatures. Yeah, well, I yeah. want to get the stuff that we that we have in boxes that are just sitting there. Uh, like if I just painted some of the stuff in the boxes, that horde would look totally different. Well, the good thing about actually also having the boxes is that's a lance, so you could just paint that whole lance the same way and yeah. you know it's uh fine you know like you don't I also have to think, think that painting it. this would be easier Steiner wise too with the blue yeah you could do and the different white. shades of blue and yeah yeah so I'm excited I'm excited for that and she's gonna help me with that so uh did I get anything else I mean I got a lot of hobby stuff that's why I was very excited because there's... Yeah, I, I bought you a Steiner shirt 
Oh, I'm sorry. I did forget. I didn't. I did forget. But I, when you talked about your shirt, I said yes. So I also got some really cool things from uh, from Rob. I got a a Steiner shirt. Wait, yeah, it just says the fist. my hands crooked. My hands crooked. Wait, there you go. Take my arm out. Boom. How is that gauntlet not crooked like my hand? Because it's not real. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was awesome. Thank you, Rob. Uh, unrelated to, I got Cults of the Cthulhu. Just wanted to mention that because that's a good book. And ketchup chips because I love ketchup chips. Although the uh, customs person ate one of your ketchup chips. Yeah, I do think customs, that box came back like someone rifled through it with the, mm-hmm. a, a shovel. They thought I was smuggling him in uh, yeah. drugs or something instead of ketchup they chips. Opened, it looks like oh. They look like they opened it with a pickaxe. Please. <laughs> And uh, and then there was a, a mysteriously empty bag of chips. So I think someone in customs didn't get his lunch. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, ketchup, ketchup, eh?" Or he did get his lunch. Yeah, <laughs> out of our box. Uh, so the Steiner shirt was the bomb. Uh, you also um, got an amp. Oh yeah, but it doesn't transform anything. It it's transforms into different trans- sounds. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The sound transforms when you go through your amp. So I got a older Line Six. What I've been wanting. Uh, and that's some of the newer ones. So the older model I got is one that also you could lay some tracks into so it'd have a play while you're playing, uh, which is really cool. And it's just got a ton, a ton of sounds that I've been messing around with. So it's every time like I a, found it. It's like a synthesizer built into an amp? Well, it, it, it instead of using effects pedals, it just digitally puts the, the effects into the sound. So like if they like, say like for one time I was rolling through some of the dirty zones, uh, one of them was like Rocky Like a Hurricane. So <laughs> I played it and it sounded like the guitar off from Rocky Like a Hurricane. <laughs> that's funny. And then there was an Atomic well, Punk a, one. That's a preset. <laughs> yeah, so then I I did an Atomic Punk. Uh, that one was pretty good. Back in Black. Uh, how the hell? There was a couple Metallica ones like For Whom the Bell Tolls and Battery and... That's funny. What's the other one? Red Lightning... Uh, so yeah, it's got just a ton and a ton of blues, a ton of clean settings. Like there were a couple of rush settings that I enjoyed. Um, but any musician out there know it's Line Six. Uh, they make a pretty decent amp, and it's pretty loud. So uh, I was trying to get it to work, and I couldn't get the sound to come out. I'm like, oh my god, this thing's broken, broken already. Yeah. Uh, but I hadn't noticed that the the master volume. So you have your volume over here, and then the master volume was like way off the side. Does it go to eleven? Well, I went to four and it was loud. <laughs> and it happened to be on, what did that, it was on, it was on Atomic Punk. And I had strummed the, the guitar and I was looking at the knobs, turning knobs. And I got to this one because it was in the, kind of in the dark and I didn't have my glasses on so I couldn't read it. So I turned it just a little bit and it was like, <laughs> it was like the scene from uh, Back to the Future. It was like Back to the Future, and my dogs took ah. off running. <laughs> out of the room. You get shot through a wall. Yeah. So I said, "Oh, first of all, I was upset that uh, we had gotten this. My wife had gotten this for Christmas, and it was busted. But then it wasn't busted. Um, you just didn't it use busted. it. I just, uh, yeah. Well, you know, if stupid me, I should. I need new glasses. What it is, and sometimes because I have bifocals now because I'm old. And this transition part is not up to par. So when I use it to read close or read things, it's still blurry. <laughs> so I end up taking my glasses off and then mm-hmm. to read close, I'm reading things like this and then I'm looking at the amp, which is further away, and I can't see that then. <laughs> it sucks being old. I know. So, it, I mean, this would all be fixed if I just went to the eye doctor. <laughs> More of the story, kids, go to the eye doctor. <laughs> and, get new, yeah. and get new glasses. But... Um, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. I got a lot of hobby stuff that I'm excited for, which good. Fingers crossed. Uh, Revitalize me on to yeah. We got to do hobby hangouts again because I I haven't yeah, painted we, anything because we don't hang out. I think that. yeah, we should probably. Yeah. I mean, when we do hang out though, the problem is that we play a video game. Two so stupid probably, video games. No more video games. <laughs> we should probably start to paint again. And yeah, we're just playing the old yeah, crappy video games over and over again. So. Yeah. The football season's uh, wrapping up soon, so like my 
my hobby time is is gonna probably go gonna be going with it. <laughs> so uh, I'm excited for the paints. I'm excited for the foam. I'm really excited for the foam cutter because I've been watching uh, a guy on YouTube, and I forget what his name is, but he does a lot of different uh, dioramas. Like he made a a Mind Zamoria diorama hmm. uh, with the dwarves fighting off. Like the he based it on Smiley. the dwarves taking the Moria back. When they took it back originally. When they took it back originally, before they, they lost it, and so it, he has like dark parts with the goblins, and he put arrows come flying in the air, and a couple dwarves. So is there a Balrog? No, that would be Lord of the Rings. This is prior to uh, the Hobbit. Same place though. Right? Oh no, it's after the Hobbit, but prior <laughs> it's to it's after the Hobbit before prior Lord, of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, because when Fellowship, just, at least. Yeah, because they think they still have it. Balin. Yeah. Yeah, Balin. Balin's last stand. Balin. Balin. If, if you're from the, I'm from, surprised you don't say Balin being from Wisconsin. Uh, I, he I says it correctly. His <laughs> reference to the uh, the movie. So, Balin. Um, this is the home of my cousin Balin. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited for the phone because it has an edger, so you can cut very straight lines. And if anyone's used a foam cutter, you get that mm-hmm. on mm. the edges. So. That's good for if you're doing like cliff faces, but not so much if you want to do walls. Yeah, yeah, or just cut a straight square. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like All a right. uh, table table saw at this point. Almost, yeah, but it's a heated wire, so it's uh, very cool. I mean, so my wife says, "How long my before wife says, Pat burns himself?" <laughs> well, not even that. My Take wife, my wife jokes. She goes, "Well, now first she, I bought you a spray booth." that you don't use, you just spray in the air and you're going to probably die from that. Mm-hmm. So, and now I've given you a, a foam cutter that you probably won't wear a mask no. while you're cutting foam. And so he goes, Robin Jack, I think I'm killing you by buying you these things. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we already do. Da- we already know yeah. it's true. So, uh, but she's right. I just, you know, stubborn. Yeah. I'm just, Whatever, you know, it is what it is. Killing you softly with styrofoam. Yeah. Well, these guys have been for from day one since we started Hobby Hanger, they used to give me a hard time for uh, airbrushing without a mask. Or airbrushing, yeah. Right in front of everything. <laughs> so it's not good. Well. All right. So well, that's the next big banger. Uh I hope everyone had a good Christmas. Yeah, if whatever you've gotten for Christmas, your uh holes, yeah, posts it, below. Anything cool. Post some pics, things some cool things that we mm-hmm. might have missed, uh that you think we should get, or me, because you know, I am the consumer. I like the idea of if, if things that we missed, take pictures of and send them. Like yeah. are they sneaking around or something? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's just some things that you might have missed, like, you know, like this cool new model, Gundam model might have been out. Yeah, we, or, we uh, cover a lot, but uh, yeah, especially on Facebook, that's where you can post the pictures. You can comment yeah. on YouTube, yeah. but Facebook is the place for pictures. Or yeah, Twitter. So let us know. X, let us so. know if there's any cool gifts we might have missed um, that we could probably pick up for ourselves. Any cool books we might have missed? Any cool uh, dub movies? Uh, well, Brian would probably know it, but he doesn't tell us everything, so let us know. I'm so far behind on movies. Like, not We're all behind. Fun. We're catching We're all up. Behind. All right. Well, let's exfil out of here uh, and wrap it up. Let's exfil out of here. All right. Here we are at the exfil. Wrap it up. Uh, Merry Christmas to you guys, if I hadn't said it to you already. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Uh, the distant oh, future. Thanks again, Rob, for everything you got. Thanks for everything you didn't get me, Brian. You're welcome. <laughs> he got your his continued loyalty to the, to the Pharaoh. Of course. I got, your, your Adepticon packets are on the way. That's right. Yes. He's actually well, the only one helping you at Adepticon, so you should suck up yeah. to him. Yeah. <laughs> He gets treated very well. He knows that. Yeah. Uh, so, well, I guess we'll make mention that we're now in Blue Sky. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what that is, but it's like it's like X or X Twitter, but uh, it, it's new. It's like a. Is it where all the Twitter people who want to be on Twitter 
but not so, Elon There's Musk a lot of control. people escaping, yeah, yeah. To, to Blue Sky. Yeah, that's where so a lot of people went. Blue Sky is the, the escapee platform now? Yeah. We'll see if it's successful, but but you have to... Uh, the thing is, it's is it? it's invite only right now, so we, we got invited, oh. so that's nice. Yeah, mobile so if you're on Blue radio. Sky, yeah, just search Mobile Arm Radio. So do you think it's going to turn into, uh, I guess, what Kick turned into when Twitch started banning people? I have no idea what that is. I guess it's a it's a streaming platform, but there are no rules to it. You just stream whatever you want. So it's all just girls, oh, naked girls. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's a lot of trolling live streams, and I'm just waiting for someone to start doing murder scenes. I'm sure it's already happening. Yeah. Not not because he wants to see it, yes. but he's curious how soon the legal repercussions of that will happen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, from what I see on YouTube and everything, a kick is solely self-destructing. Never, I never even heard of it. Yeah. Look it up, kick.com. No. Or don't. Yeah. It doesn't sound, it doesn't play something. Yeah. <laughs> I've been if watching. If it's like Twitch or the... TikTok, no, I don't want to go there. I'm also watching that guy. I forget what his name is, but he has that piracy YouTube channel. Oh, H Bomber guy. Yeah, he used to work for Blizzard. Yeah. He d- oh, he yeah. does a yeah. He used to do a. Uh, he's, he's got the long hair with a really deep voice. Arthas. I don't know what his name is. It's... Anyways, uh, what about him? Uh, but he talks. He did a couple episodes about Kick and why it's horrible and. He'll just stick with Twitch, even though Twitch is pretty bad too. He does some very uh, involved, uh, practically documentaries. Uh, his Roblox one, in particular, really was fascinating. How it's uh, gambling for children? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with very, uh, so, with very yeah. poor moderation. The name of the channel is Pirate Software. I just remembered, and it was, and I can't remember the guy's name, but uh, he used to work for Blizzard. Hmm. I think he was one of the lead designer guys over there. Interesting. Um, so, uh, yeah. All right. So, let's wrap it up. Like, share, subscribe. There you go. Comment below. Comment on Facebook. Uh, go on X or Blue Sky. Find us. Stock us on wherever you social media. Yes, you. Other than do Instagram, that. we don't do so. Not, yeah. not, not for that. We have private Instagrams. Yeah, we don't. There's nothing we would do for this show. We don't go to a lot of mech conventions, which we probably should. Yeah, well, some of us have jobs. Well, some of us will have more time to visit more conventions soon. Yeah. yeah. By next, in the next year. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'd love to go to CavCon. That's when I would. Yes, that's, that's I would definitely too. on the list. All right. Well, then, for Mobile Armor Radio, I've been your host, Chopper. I've been Brian. I'm Rob. We will see you all next week. Have a happy new year. And once again, if you, I hope you had a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, blah, blah, blah. All of the above. Bye, Be well, everybody. Humbug. Happy 24. 2024. Woo, happy, happy Jack Bauer. Hey, let's make a <laughs> happy Jack Bauer. <laughs> okay, let's make a technical readout 2024. It'd be pretty boring, I think. Yeah, it'll be all uh, Teslas and technicals and, uh, and drones. Chevy Bronco and Ford Broncos. Unfortunately, a lot of drones. Yeah. There you go. Why are we still all talking? Right. Let's get out of here. I don't know. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. This has been Mobile Armor Radio. Join our Facebook group by searching for Mobile Armor Radio. Find us on Twitter at M Armor Radio. Join us on the first of every month for more Mecha Discussion. 